Dave Fanning on 2FM. All right, let's get this straight here. <laughs> Alan Core is here from the world of um, talking about music and other things too and entertainment. What's your official title, by the way? Just My official fabulous. title, Mr. Alan Core. Mr. Alan Core. Okay. Now, point about it is, is that we could have got anybody here, but we dragged the uh, bud the bottom of the. <laughs> okay. Well, I, will I keep going? Will I? Okay. Anyway, Alan, the point about it is, he's here to talk about his favourite albums of the year, and in previous years, I often like had top ten albums, and you'll see it in anything from Enemy, say to Rolling Stone and 20 publications and there was always about 70 or 80 albums there was obviously an awful lot of overspill mm. and an awful lot of repeats and all the rest nowadays anything anytime I see a top 20 and then another top 20 not one album is the same it's just they, there's nobody kind of leading anything it's you just take it from anywhere mm. and like every single one that I've seen is different so therefore yours is probably different as well there is no consensus anymore no consensus yeah exactly I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad but thing I, I, don't I, care. I, think it's, I think it's a good thing I mean I've noticed recently on Twitter a lot of people are, you know, posting Melody Maker's top 20 albums <laughs> from 1978 yeah. or the enemies from 1981 and people are having debates, was this the best year for music oh, right, ever? Okay. And I love that. I mean, yeah. let's face it, we all love lists yeah. and they are the backbone well, is, of the internet. Are you going to go down 10 to number one or something, are you? Uh, nothing, nothing like that, Dave. Right. I mean, this is just my choice. It's just 10 great this albums. Okay, start. Uh, well, do you want to start with Irish albums? You do whatever you like. I mean, Irish albums this year, another great year for Irish, Irish albums. Uh, particularly good one was CMAT. Right, yeah. uh, if my wife knew I'd be dead. That's Kira Mary Alice Thompson, and she's from the Wild West of Dublin, and she became everyone's kind of country pop sweetheart this year. Yeah, she began she the year. She brought the tent down at, at the electric. Picnic. She brought the tent down. She sold it two nights. Could hardly get in there. Yeah. Did she really bring? Like yeah. literally bring? No, she didn't literally bring. <laughs> all right, but she brought out this album at the start of the year. Then she yeah. sold out two nights in the Olympia a few weeks ago. So she's had quite a year. Now this is a. Quite an album, Dave. It's a pop country album, I suppose. I call it kitschy and western. And she dresses up her kind of torch yeah. and twang songs, you know, heartbreak songs with you know this great melodies and this cheeky side, this grin, this cheeky grin this side of, of the Shannon. She's got a genuine rapport with uh, with her, uh, her her audience as well. But she's not just kind of quirky country. She also does a lot of heartfelt stuff like Geography Teacher on the album and No More Virgos. Uh, terrific. And I, as I say, I think she's just stolen everyone's heart just with her attitude alone, I think. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned No More Virgos. Now my friends will send me to hell Kira Mary Alice Thompson it is a CMAT in other words so that's uh, No More Virgos the album's called If My Wife Knew I'd Be Dead and that's N-E-W okay fair enough off you go Alan well I mean next up on my list of top Irish albums of the year is Skinty Fear which Boy. is number three uh, yeah, I, well, number three or number two. This is Fontaine's DC. No, what I mean is number three by by Fontaine's. It is in a very short three. space I, of time. I, I beg your pardon, of yeah. course. Yeah, in a very short space of time as well. I think about four, three and a half years. So yeah. incredibly prolific. Uh, now I think if their debut album, Doggerel, was a kind of like a mission statement of punk swagger and defiance, and their second album, Death of a Hero, was kind of like the post-punk long coat brigade from the late 70s this is Fontaine's defining moment I think you know and they're a, they're a band who you know deal in sometimes in Ireland's very dark past and they refract it through a prism of kind of scorn and sorrow in yeah. the 21st century that's probably know? why I prefer the second album Death of a Hero I must say I like the the, the second album better yeah. as, as well but Skinty Fear Dave means the damnation of the deer and the cover art features uh, you know a picture of the extinct, extinct Irish elk and this for the band is the embodiment of some kind of lost Ireland I suppose mm. Everybody gets a big shot 
Big Shot is what it's called. I haven't seen a lot of uh, kind of body slamming and body surfing for a long, long time. On Vicker Street last week, it was just get out of the way unless you're getting it yourself. Um, that's their Skinty Fia Fontaine's DC album number three. Back home from about what two months doing America uh, for a bunch of gigs there over Christmas, about ten altogether. Okay, what else? Well, uh, another great Irish album this year was Most Normal by Gillaband. Yes, who you can see next band. week on uh, Fanning at Whelan's. Yes, two numbers. Yeah. That'll be terrific to see in such yeah. a, small, a small venue. Yeah. Uh, this, of course, is uh, the, the, third, the third album from, from the, uh, the Dublin band. Now, I think if Fontaine's have kind of started doing much more melodic guitar pop on their own terms, these guys, their total refuseniks, Dave, they've gone even further yeah. into the sonic absolutionism of their their first couple of albums, you know. So I, I like these guys because they make a virtue of stabbing the self-destruct button on the mixing desk in the studio. So this is pretty crazy, abstract, very loud stuff, you know. Almost soon is what it's called, and that is Gilliband. And uh, Most Normal is the name of the album that they have out at the moment. Number three, I think it is from them, isn't it? It is, yeah. Third album, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, as I say, they're on Fanning of Wheelands next week. Now, give us another one. Well, this is Talfish. Alan's looking at albums of the year, by the way. So far, all Irish. Uh, well, yeah, this is this is Talfish. Oh, this is your Irish list. Yeah. It, is, it is indeed. Talfish, yeah. International to follow, I hope. Now, they put out two albums this year, Hain and I presume Carl hasn't made any more music for a third one, had he? Uh, I don't know. Possibly, mm. you'd have to ask Jack Knife Lee yeah. uh, about that. Now, this is Cahill Coughlin, uh, the, the late great Cahill Coughlin of Micro Disney and Fatima Mansions and his own brilliant solo work. Now, unfortunately and sadly, Cahill passed away last May. Yeah. Uh, so, this is the work he had done uh, with Jack Knife Lee, the producer who's worked with U2 and REM, who was a member of various bands like Compulsion back in the day. But this is this is great. Cahill was always one of Irish music's great satirists. And he described Telefis as a, a theocratic electropop from the Irish dysphoria. So that's what I was thinking myself. <laughs> well, absolutely. That's the first thing I thought. Of. So it's just this collection of kind of mischievous and melancholic, melancholic snapshots of a bygone, a bygone Ireland of you know glaring priests and wonky or old RTE yeah, quiz got, shows. Yeah, exactly. If you see the video, like there's about forty different people from the jackpot, and jackpot, stuff yeah, stuff in the 1920s. Silver, yeah, yeah Bunny that, Car. Yeah. I mean, Bunny yeah. Car is sampled on this and so is Devil Era Dev right. Dev is sampled here with his rather morbid address to the nation on the first night of television Sharon way back in what 1961 1962 yeah, how scared he was of the whole thing it's like atomic energy yeah. he said it's yeah. that dangerous right. television uh, well maybe back then but I mean God knows what Dev would have made a Twitter yeah, you know, right. put, it, put it that way but this, these, these two albums were great Ado uh, is the best one I think it's more fully realised than the first one and this is called Swan Song and it just goes to show what a, what a genius he was Swan Song I don't have but I do have this Strawberry Strawberry Supernova, Supernova. Telefiche Telefish is what they're called. It's two people. It's the late Carl Coughlin, as you say, and also um, Jack Knife Lee, who is the fourth person on stage with Bono doing the book thing that he does, which is, um, yeah, that's right. He's the producer and all the noises, etc. So that's Telefish, and the first album is called A Hain, and the second album is called A Doe. So you're giving us both those because they're both from this year, isn't that it? Yeah, one was uh, A Hain was February and A Doe was November, so yeah. they bookended the year very well. I okay, any more Irish? Yeah, the, the last Irish album I chose was Archive Material by Silverbacks. Oh, yeah. I know it came pretty late to this album. It was released last January. We only started hearing it a couple of months ago. And this is the second album from the Dublin Five Piece. 
and they play this kind of really tight rhythmical urgent you know guitar pop that kind of reminds me of the late 70s punk and new york city kind of no wave scene of suicide and those bands like swans mm. uh, they're made of brothers daniel and killian uh, o'kelly uh, emma hanlon Paddy Kearney, no, not that Paddy Kearney, silly, and Gary Wickham on drums. And, you know, this album, like the early singles, was produced by uh, Daniel Fox of the Mighty Gilla Band, who were formerly known as Girl Band, Dave. Uh, now, this reminded me of early Talking Heads and a bit of pavement in places as well, but also uh, the Strokes uh, de- debut album. So this is a real short, sharp, sharp shock of an album. I really, really, really enjoyed this, actually. It's a kind of mo, it's a kind of mo. It's a Kalamo, it's a Kalamo Maybe this is where, maybe this is where And that's the title, Economo, after their stirring performance of Fanny Wheelings last year. They released this second album this year called Archive Material, that's Silverbacks, so it is. Um, so what else? You're going away from Irish now, are you? Yeah, international albums, uh, Dave. Uh, Harry's House. By Harry Styles, oh, yeah. absolutely loved it. Uh, like, you know, he more than proved that there's life after Boy Band Hysteria. So this is his third album, and it's. Yeah, I have to say, I have a soft spot for the first one. I don't know this one as well as that. Yeah, one. I don't know the second one. I, I know the second this one. A bit. Yeah, yeah, I know the first one was alright. Right, yeah. Second one was the one with watermelons and sugar. That's it. it yeah, yeah, that's it. But this this is the one he, he just went stratospheric he did. With, with this album that Aviva show earlier this year was it last year I think it was it was crazy but you know this is the final word in sophistication if, if you ask me like it's just it's kind of a pop funk album it's an R&B album it's a synth pop album but it's also got a lot of acoustic introspection that reminds me a bit of Paul McCartney in places so pretty hallowed name check there I think you know is he, is he writing all the stuff himself he, a lot of co-writes going on yeah but uh, I think he's a talented boy, without a doubt. Great yeah. voice. Yeah, and he's, Great has, voice. has he sold out Slane yet, I wonder? Is he playing Slane? Isn't he? I thought he was That's playing Slane. Yeah, he good is, idea. Yeah. Oh, he is, yeah. yeah. During the leaving, sir. Oh. <laughs> Give me something to dream about. Styles Daydreaming um, that's uh, what's the name of the album again Harry's House Harry's House of course it is Yeah. ok give us another one uh, well Beyonce yeah uh, bounce, any good uh, Bounce Back Renaissance yeah uh, I mean if you thought Beyonce has been kind of quiet recently she'd always been plotting something and she came back this year with probably her most ambitious statement yet Dave uh, now it's hard to know to be- where to begin with Renaissance it's this sprawling you know crazy haywire record it's a 16 track one hour epic that never lets up in terms of like how inventive it is. Like it goes from kind of weird pop to dance floor bangers, socio-political charge anthems like America has a problem. And they all kind of bounce up and rub up against each other in what is to me a kind of like a musical transfusion. So the closing track, Summer Renaissance, for example, kind of lists lines from Donna Summer and Prince and an alien superstar, which is the best song of the album for me. It goes off in these flights of Afro-futuristic fancy. So, like, my mind was blown by this. I thought this was uh, superb stuff. And it goes over my head. All right, that's a Cuffet is what it's called. Beyonce it is. Renaissance is the album. Darren Garry is a big fan of Beyonce, so... She might pick that tonight on Fanning of Wheelands when she talks about her favourite music. Okay, okay that gives us another one. <laughs> uh, well, this, this to me was my favourite international album of the year. This is Stump Work. Oh, right. That's by the, that's Dry the, Cleaning. That's the talking people. 
Uh, yeah, it is the talking it's, it's, people. They, they, don't, they don't do a lot of singing. Oh, oh, they call it in Germany, Sprechgansan. Really? Talk singing, yes. Yeah, Sprech talk singing is what it is. Everything is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is their second album from the set. Kind of throwaway and laconic. And kind yeah, it's of it's great. Like, I always think she's Florence Shaw. She sounds like, you know, Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag fronting a yeah, post-punk art rock band. That kind you know? of thing, yeah. So yeah. this is their second album, uh, and they had a huge success with their debut, New Long Leg, last year. Yeah. Everyone talks about Florence Shaw, but I think it's the... Guitarist here, uh, Tom Douse, uh, who who is superb as well, not not just Florence, and he's got this real kind of, you know, beautiful minimalistic approach to guitar, kind of a, a tonal, kind of textural kind of stuff, you know. Uh, so it's it's extre- extremely good, but also extremely funny, Dave. I think as well some of the observations. <laughs> So I'm getting it now. You had five so Irish, you know, that's four internationals. So you got one more international. Is that the point? Yeah, I might have. See, uh, well, yeah, got two, dry two, cleaning. Two more inter- inter- right. international, if that's yeah. okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the next one I chose was uh, Looser on the Sofa. Oh my God, a rock album. A rock album. Well, they're all... No, but just straightforward. This is straightforward rock. rock. Now, this is the 10th album. Yeah, they were in with us here. They they, they came over to Ireland. They were here last February or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. Um, But they're they're the band from... their 10th album, is it? 10th album. They're the band from Austin, Texas. Uh, They're 30 years together next year, and they just keep getting better and better, if you ask me. Now, this is somewhat of a breakthrough, this album, Looser on the Sofa, because it's earned them a Grammy nomination. It's also had the best reviews of their their career. And what, yeah. what Spoon do with the, let's say, you know, the limited arena of kind of guitar, bass and drums is quite inventive, you know. So they're into this kind of melodic rock classicism. Uh, but there, there's something about them. And like anybody who likes, you know, really clean lines, Quicksilver guitar riffs is going to love this. And I think they're Britt Daniels, the, the lead singer. He's got a real way with words. He's got these quirk, quirky couplets and they also use horns and strings and kind of the harp yeah. which is not a very rock and roll instrument in some of their songs so it kind of broadens their kind of uh, palette I think you know Okay Lucifer on the Sofa is what it's called the band is Spoon it's their 10th album The Hardest Cut We live on a life Here it come now Here it come now Here it is The Hardest Cut And the hardest cut is what it's called. Lucifer on the Sofa is the album, album number 10, as we say, from Spoon. And you have one more, Alan? Yeah, uh, this is Big Thief. Yeah. Uh, this is their... They've had a bunch of albums out over the last yeah, few years. Big, yeah, Big Teeth. Uh, this is Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. And this is their fifth album in five years, actually. And it's, it's a yeah. sprawling double LP of 20 tracks. Uh, and I've been a fan of these guys for quite a few years, but this this is... They really kind of go all out in this 20 songs. It's a really kind of great mix of kind of, I suppose, indie rock and avant-garde Americana. Uh, and it's got the real feel of a fairly loose limb jamming session. Uh, uh, Adriana uh, Lenker yeah. is the lead singer and she's got this, you know, beguiling voice. Is it a good idea to bring out an album every year for five years or should you wait a while and make it more of a of a new album? Never heard the Beatles. Yeah, right, exactly. Different time. There is no reason to go down alone Through distortion, secret telephone Separate contact, separate... Come on, Alan. Alan Cord is happy... Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas indeed. See you at Harry Styles this night. 10th of June. 10th of June next year. Yeah, and I've no leaving, sir, to worry about. It's great. Dave Fanning on 2FM.